What's up? This train's almost here. So we're almost ready to do our podcast. I guess so. Oh, oh, should we get off, sir? <laughs> yeah, here we are. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, here. Oh, we've arrived at our uh, destination. Crazy. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Here we are, just arrived. Okay. On a train. Okay, that never happened, but... Um, Guys, we didn't take a train. That was totally... Li- that was a lie. She likes to lie sometimes. That was actually uh, Soundtrack Disney. Mm-hmm. That was the sounds of the Frontierland train station. Um, did Eric Keys give you that, by the way? Yeah, he did. <laughs> a friend of ours, speaking of Eric Keys, a friend of ours, Eric Keys, um, who is a, an amazing artist and animator. The lead animator on a little-known show called The Simpsons. No big deal. Not worried about it. Um, he's amazing. Been one of my bestest friends. Mm-hmm. And Mila's for a very long time. And he also uh, drew that little picture of us that you see. Um, The two of us just hanging out. Just hanging out. Wildly hot and bothered. Wildly hot and I don't know what. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, So here we are. I love that you were like ticking your head back and forth. I don't know what that was, but it was awesome. (laughs) Nobody can see. And there's a dog in my lap, but we don't have to worry about that either. There is a dog in her lap. I got stressed out. Sol Feldman is sitting in her lap. Yeah. Um, okay, so today is November 8th. It sure is. And we are post-election. We uh, are. And if you guys listened to the last episode, mm-hmm. um, you may know that Mila became a citizen so she could vote in this election. And right. she got to, and that was really exciting. It was really exciting. Um, we went down the street to, I don't know, it was just a little church, and... It was really cool, actually. Actually, I had a mail-in ballot, so I had already done my homework, but I had found out that, you know, if I turned in the mail-in ballot, it wasn't going to count for another two weeks, so I surrendered it, and I did the regular, um, which is what I'm going to do all the time now, because there's something really fun about punching those holes, and oh yeah, you're not punching any holes, but you know the what I mean. blot thing? Yeah, I yeah. love it. Reminds me of, like, a dauber. Like oh, in bingo. Oh, yeah, when you go to bingo. <laughs> oh, I remember, forgot when we did that. Um, but the election was really intense, and it was really exciting. Um, Super intense. It was intense. I was very nervous because, uh, you know, up until election day, everything was kind of up in the air, and the nation was pretty split. And it's always hard in the beginning uh, when the uh, polls are closing and the results are coming in because... It's all the red states that, um, you know, close first. And, and yeah. so it always looks like. So, like, we're going to be on this. Ooh. I mean, you know, and, you know, if you don't know the election results at this point, um, we are proud to say that um, <laughs> Barack Obama will be in term for another four years. And, um, but you know what? Mitt Romney didn't lose by a lot. Um, he did not. Um, Percentage-wise, at least. It was like a 50-48 split. Um, electorally, Barack got 303, and Mitt got 206. Um, yeah, so it was, clo- it, was, it was a close race. It was a close race. But um, we can only have one president. This time. This time. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe one day we could have more. That'd be cool. Yeah. Co-presidency. Probably if we ran for presidency, oh my we God. would do a co-presidency. Dude, it wouldn't be so like vice cool. 
hi, I'm president, and this is my vice president. We would just be like, we're both presidents. Yeah, we're co-presidents. <laughs> um, that would be so cool. That'd be awesome. Part of me, when I saw when I was when I was voting, I just love that Roseanne Barr. <laughs> can't believe that. <laughs> it's campaigning for president. It's just a small percentage of me wanted to be like, you know what? I'm gonna vote for Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, why do people get involved in a race? that they know they're not going to win. Yeah, it's just the I weirdest know. thing for me. Um, I didn't know like voting is about choice and all that kind of thing. But Dude, really, what if Roseanne like out of nowhere became president? That would be <laughs> atrocious <laughs> and hilarious. I mean, it would just make our country a joke, really. But um, make it a joke. Oh, oh. zing. Um, not, I shouldn't say something like that. No, but we love it here. I do um, love it here. I mean, I even just became an American, so. I'm supposed to love it even more. Yeah. <laughs> and I do. Um, I do love it here, too. Yeah. Where? Were we talking about L.A.? <laughs> I think we're talking about Los Angeles, um, probably because it was 90 degrees yesterday, and now it's 60 degrees and raining. Um, yeah. This weather here is nuts. What is happening to this world? I mean, I know. knows? Yeah, it's been raining, which I, I like this weather mm-hmm. a lot, but we're certainly not having... As much rain as other parts of the country. Right. Namely. Namely New York. Namely New York, all that northeastern. Hurricane Sandy. Anything Atlantic-ish. Yeah, good old Hurricane Sandy. um, Making her way, you know. Sandy pants. She, uh, Sandy pants. I don't know why I just said that. (laughs) So Sandy started off um, (laughs) in October on the 22nd. Little old Sandy with just a tropical wave, and within six hours, she turned into a tropical storm. Jeez. And um, she turned into a hurricane, went back into a tropical storm, turned into a hurricane, moved its way up north on the Atlantic. Um, I think they said that it's like one of the biggest, um, if not the biggest, hurricane that was on the Atlantic. Um, Wow. And I think it's just behind like Hurricane Katrina in not just behind obviously Katrina was like insane but um yeah Sandy pretty much sucked because if you have been looking at any pictures I mean these pictures are crazy I'm looking at them right now you're looking at the ones in New York yeah I'm looking at the ones in New York they like shut down the Times Square subway state everything and I mean it was just crazy because um people were scavenging for food outside of supermarkets and, you know, spoiled food in the dumpsters, and who even knows what got on there. But in any case, yeah. it, um, it's been pretty devastating. Um, but the American Red Cross is on it, you know? FEMA's there, and yep. who even knows? I mean... Um, Man, these pictures. You know, it, it's, yeah, it's too much sometimes. But um, listen, listen, you know, <laughs> we got this. Listen. There's this one picture that, I mean, it's so beautiful, but it's the picture of the Statue of Liberty, and then Whoa. you can see the uh, in the sky, it looks like a spaceship, Whoa. the way the, um, uh, I'm going to send you this picture so you can look at it right now, cool. but then all of you aren't going to be able to see it, so. Right. <laughs> but yeah, oh man, we have some friends there too. Right. Which I know everybody's saying, that, oh, I know somebody there, you know, that that gives you some you know relating to it but <laughs> it's true and yes. um and we're glad everybody is safe yep and a friend of ours actually just came out here because 
she was just tired of not having power. <laughs> that so, sucks, man. I can't even imagine. Yeah, um, that sucks. But I mean, because I'm so obsessed with a post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> part of me, that's awful right. to say, especially no, right now, and I'm awful. not trying to be insincere for everybody that's going through stuff, but um, part of me like secretly wishes for a world like that. I'm like, okay, I have my bug out bag, I have my bike, I'll see you later. There's my shotgun on my back. Not worried about it. Not worried about it. At all. Uh, yeah, but we're glad everyone in New York is okay. Yeah. Um, I was in New York last year when Hurricane Irene came through. I was in New York and New Jersey, and they did the, you know, it wasn't definitely not as um, disastrous as Hurricane Sandy has been, but... It was just pretty interesting, though, um, being in Manhattan when it, it literally felt like nobody was there. And nobody was uh, on the streets. It was empty. There were no cars going. It was. It felt like that scene in I Am Legend. And Will oh, Smith is just like walking around Manhattan, and there's nothing there. And that's what it felt like. Wow. And I don't think that's what it's like right now because there's just too much going on flooding-wise and people displaced because they couldn't get out, you know? Um, but, yeah, Ash, when was the last time you were in New York? Was it when we were together? I, yeah. Last, no, actually, I was, the, I was working there uh, last year, mm -hmm. I think, or beginning of this year. I can't even remember. Um, I worked, uh, or no, let's see. Yeah, it was last year because we did a little, some scenes from Avengers out there. Oh, cool. Um, not to drop... A name. Um, <laughs> Drop the old Avengers um, name. But yeah, I mean, the last time that I actually really, really hung out there was when you and I were out there. And that was amazing. That was so fun because I haven't really spent a lot of time in New York. And it's a pretty amazing place. Sure is. I don't think I could <laughs> live there, but I like it. And it's a totally different world. It's so different than Los Angeles. I like that you can walk everywhere and you just jump Love on a that. subway. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just New York. It's, we can uh, get on a subway and just I walk go somewhere. Anywhere. Yeah, you can't do that here. Nope. Yeah, but we had a good time when we were there. We saw Next to Normal. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. that was so good. We got... That was uh, my first Broadway. That was your first Broadway show? Yeah. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. sad. I cried. Yeah, it was really good. Um, what else did we do when we were uh, there? Uh, got in fights, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Not apparently. It, it, it did happen. And it was just like, it, everything happened so quickly. And this took place. We were there for a long time for some weird reason. We were there for like over a week. Yeah, we something. were there for over, over, the, over a week. Oh, you know what? We went there for Comic-Con. That's what it was. It was Comic-Con New oh, York. Oh, that's right. Two years ago, right? Yeah, two years ago. Um, Comic-Con New York. So where were we? We were in Soho and we went to Vosges, the uh, oh, chocolate place. Yeah. So delicious. Or is it hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, I hate that word. So, yeah, tell people what happened when we went to Vosges. Oh, well, we went to Vosges, <laughs> and uh, this was sort of my first experience with getting something stolen. We actually yeah. got mugged when we were in New York. Yeah. And uh, I remember we were sitting there just having some hot chocolate and some really funny little, you know, Amazing. glasses. And um, we were sitting on stools, and a man came in, mm -hmm. and we were carrying around uh, a backpack. I had the backpack, mm -hmm. and we had journals in there. We had uh, our money, and we had our 5D camera, which right. 
it was very expensive. Uh, so mm-hmm. we had a lot of, of good stuff in that bag. So had the guy kept the bag, he would have yeah. scored. He would have made out. Like a bandit. Like a <laughs> bandit. That's Uh-oh. what that saying means. Yeah, so we had the bag. I had the bag on my left side okay. on the ground next to the <laughs> stool. And a guy came in and kind of, you know, we weren't paying attention. <laughs> and then he was on his way back out and kind of leaned down for a second. Thought maybe he was tying his shoe. And then I just had a, a moment where... I may have screamed a profanity. Yes, she definitely did. And Maybe that starts with an F. And everybody, <laughs> everybody in, in Vosges was like, they just turned and looked at us because Ashley reacted so quickly. And I was watching everything in slow motion because I saw this guy. I saw when he walked in. I saw when he took the backpack. And I saw when he left. And the next thing I know, Ashley screams and <laughs> runs. And I just, like, and I didn't even know what happened. Next thing I know, everyone's looking at me because Ashley, like, booked it. And I had no idea <laughs> what she was going to do. And I immediately got scared because, well, I was thinking of Ashley's mom and how much in trouble I was going to get if something happened to her. <laughs> like, that's all I ever think about. Anytime I'm in any kind of, oh, like, man, life or death. So mad at me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about your mom and I think about my mom. How much we'd be in trouble if yeah, we died. Yeah, if we died. Yeah, I'd be in so much trouble if we died. Oh, we'd be in so much trouble. Um, but yeah, she took off, and and it was crazy. So yeah, go ahead and tell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so at this point, I was like, fuck, you know, <laughs> screaming, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to get this bag back because we have everything in there. Our phones, everything. So I um, started running after him. And then he kind of turned around, saw that I was running after him, and then he started running. <laughs> and then I was like, no, no, no. And he was about to go across the street. And I knew if he got across the street, I was going to lose him because there was so much traffic and so many people, and I, he would have just been lost in the crowd. So I kind of jumped at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. And then I kind of just, like, turned him around. Um, may have punched him. <laughs> And then uh, started screaming things that I didn't even know. I think you definitely pushed him. I think yeah. you shoved him and then grabbed the backpack, right? Yeah. I grabbed there were the street backpack. vendors. Yes. And they were all watching and cheering her on. Yes. Yet nobody was helping her, but they were like, yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I was like proper New York. And then I was saying things to this man that I just didn't even know were in the dark, dark, deep, deep places of my brain. <laughs> Because I was not only did I get the bag back, so I was like, funny. you need to feel the wrath of yeah. how my anger. Yeah, definitely. I don't even know. I was well, so. You angry. feel so violated when somebody, like, somebody steals from you. And the thing is, I remember what this guy looks like, and he looked just like too. regular, you know? Yeah. A regular guy that was uh, hanging around in Soho and decided to just steal our backpack. Yeah. What the heck, dude? I know. What is wrong with people? Uh, it makes me so angry. And I guess that's good when I feel violated that I act out in anger. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not good. Maybe no, it was not smart. Maybe that couldn't have... Maybe that... We're lucky it ended well. I remember I walked back to Mila, and she was standing in the doorway I was of the hot bawling. chocolate place, and she was crying. <laughs> I was crying because I didn't know where she went, because she, she ran a few blocks chasing him, and the guy kept, like, crossing the street, and I, I couldn't find them. And, and not only that, when I was left in the restaurant, um, I had to grab all of our things lest it get stolen again, and um, by somebody else. 
And so then I, I started running through every scenario in my head because I was like, I can't believe she just ran after like a criminal and he could have had a knife, he could have had a gun and who knows, maybe she was like lying in a pool of blood and I would have to find her. And so I was just standing there crying. I <laughs> went through your brain. Yeah, I, I go, I mean, my brain's awesome and it I go awesome. through everything. But um, I love that little brain over there. This whole brain? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, so I started, started crying <laughs> and Ashley was so pumped up. Oh, like, I was pumped. I was like ready for war. I was like, that was so awesome. Oh, my gosh, Mila, did you see what happened? Yeah, I was just on a high all night. And I called my mom. And I, I was worried she was going to be mad, but she wasn't. She was like, baby, I am so proud of you. That was so awesome. And I was thankful that it, that it ended well. But we also got in some other, well, okay. I got in some other fights in New York. I don't know what happened to me in New York. I did go a little nuts, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think as my adrenaline was so pumped from that. And then we ended up in a bar one night called Welcome to the Johnsons. And it was a place that only served <laughs> PBR and right. whiskey. And there was a pool table in the back and um, a Colombian with a gun guys are oh god I, I was sitting i was sitting in the front of the bar i was just like sitting in the window because that's always i always end up in a corner somewhere and um and i look and i see these guys they're obviously like you know violent or they have a tendency towards violence mm -hmm. and all the guys that we were with um they had started Everyone just started fighting. And then I look over and I hear all this commotion. And I was like, of course. Of course my group is involved in this commotion. <laughs> and I look over there and I see Ashley like in the middle of it. And I get so mad <laughs> that I run over there oh, and I you. grab her. I think I grabbed you by the arm. No, you had somebody come in and you had one of the guys come grab me. But what was I doing? Oh, you know what? I stupidly, because you were fighting with somebody else, and I, I saw... in the face with a pool cue. Okay, and then I saw two <laughs> of our other guy friends that were huge, and I got in the middle of him and the other guy. I was like, stop. You guys stop this. <laughs> stop that right now. Stop this. Well, oh, because we were with the two other girls, and then I pushed them out of the way, and I was like, just get out of here. <laughs> Which is like my go-to phrase for everything. Oh, my god. And, uh... And yeah, I mean, the guy had a gun. It was crazy. It was too much. That uh, was a little much. And that was when out of I there. was done with New York. Um, yeah. But, you know, she did fulfill a lot of fantasies during that, that stay in New York. And, and it kind of left me displaced because I was angry, but I had no way of, like, expressing that anger. And yeah. so I think it just turned into me just being a very angry person <laughs> in general. And I'm still angry today. So um, I, oh my, my, my lately... Um, my new thing is to ask people if they would kill for me. And um, <laughs> that's kind of how I gauge how important or how fitting they are in my life. And, it's true. you know, I, I've, uh, the rate isn't good. The um, rate's not good because you asked me and I was like, I don't know, Mila, I really don't think I would kill for you. Right. And I said, fine, I guess you're not my best friend. Yeah, she did. Right. And then that was it. We so we're not best friends. Yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> um, I get a lot of my fantasy out of um, Dexter. Which, you know, yeah. say what you will about the show, but um, I've been on, like, a Dexter kick. And so I'm just, like, every night I watch, like, two episodes. And um, <laughs> I'm so obsessed with the idea of, like, being, like, a boondock saint, you know? Like, oh, totally. Like, like a Robin Hood type of thing. Like, sometimes you need to, you know? Sometimes we need that. Yeah, and I get it. And I get Dexter. 
And when it comes down to it, I really understand Michael C. Hall. And I'm not going to lie. I'm in love with him. Um, <laughs> you are in love. With, I haven't seen the show yet. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure trust me, it's easy too. to fall in love with him. And I, I love him because he's so, like, disconnected. But, like, he has this, like, anger in him. And I, I'm just like, God, I love you. And um, so basically I was watching <laughs> I was watching an episode of Dexter. Um, and, um, oh, this, I, awesome. uh, I just got really happy that you, yeah, I know I, it's because I didn't really want to tell the story. And so I but guess, I'm just need to. yeah, I guess I need to, I don't know why I need to Ashley tells me I need to. So <laughs> I, I just believe everything she says. She does. Um, so <laughs> I, um, was watching an episode and, um, whatever, having a really brain, meltdown day um which you know if you know me it's the regular thing um <laughs> but i had this like moment of like catharsis when i was watching an episode of dexter because i saw a guy that i may or may not have dated um yes. and he was a bad guy and i was like oh <laughs> this is going to be amazing because I knew he was going to die in the end. And like there was something like really awesome about that. And I'm sorry <laughs> to this person who shall remain nameless, who I may or may not have dated. Um, and he was a bad guy basically at the end. Um, oh, man. Basically at the end, Dexter has him on a table. And I was like, oh, <laughs> there, I mean, like, come on. If you're watching somebody that like, you know that you kind of no longer talk to or whatever, and someone that you're in love with kills them. Like, uh, hi, talk about, you know. Sweet, sweet justice. Yeah, in some weird way. And it's not like I wanted to ever kill this person. And it's not like I even have ill feelings for this person. But in the moment that, like, where Dexter was during this time in his life, I was like, yes, kill him, kill him. And also like in real life, I was just like feeling like I wanted to kill everybody anyway. Yeah. So Dexter killing somebody that I knew like really like satisfied me, which I probably shouldn't even admit that. Um, but I'm glad you do. Because I'm, I feel yeah. like this is a place we're going to be admitting a lot of things that we probably shouldn't admit. Yeah. And it's not my fault. And I'm sorry no. to anybody who knows me and they're kind of like sitting there disgusted with me. Um, just my mom, really. Uh, let's be I honest. I doubt she's going to listen to this. Um, yeah, you never know, though. She she's listens crazy. to enough of this. Who us. knows? Um, so, yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, whatever. But you know what? I want to switch gears a little bit here. But, you know, sticking with the realm of fantasy, yeah. I am currently reading um, a bestseller, Ashley. Yes. We're big readers over here. We're very big readers. It's, um, we just, noses in books, you know, we bump into walls because our noses are, that was so stupid. Well, we're bookworms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, she is. By one E.L. James. I gave her this book too. You did. Because I purchased the book yeah. prior to knowing exactly what, what it was, was about because it was like, oh, bestseller. And I read a lot of bestsellers. And so right. I purchased it. Now I know why the guy looked at me like, hey, look what you're, you know, buying and going to go home and read on your own. And then I started reading it, and then, you know, their first encounter or whatever, I was like, what the heck am I reading? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, amazing. So I gave it to me, and I'm like, here's right. a read for you. So I feel like on this podcast, mm -hmm. um, which we talked about, I think every once in a while, Mila is going to read an excerpt 
right. excerpt and from now, this book. This is really only for mature audiences. Okay. As this is erotic romance. So um, erotic. I'm going to read you a quick blurb on what it's about, just in case nobody here knows about Fifty Shades. Um, oh, and it's a trilogy, not to brag. So when literature student Anastasia Steele goes to interview young entrepreneur Christian Gray, she encounters a man who is beautiful, brilliant, and intimidating. The unworldly, innocent Anna is startled to realize she wants this man and, oh, despite his enigmatic reserve, finds she is desperate to get close to him. Unable to resist Anna's quiet beauty, wit, and independent spirit, Gray admits he wants her too, but on his own terms. I really love that term, quiet beauty. Because what does that even mean? It's like, she's so beautiful, but she's so quiet. quiet. <laughs> she's um, quiet. So and that name, Anastasia Steele. It's so good. Goodness. Um, okay, so I'm going to read the first time. So Anna is a virgin, okay? And she just totally. is about to graduate college. Okay. And um, so she has... Oh, and she, by the way, earlier in the book, um, or no, earlier on this page that I'm about to read, Christian asks Anastasia um, to show him how she pleasures herself. Okay. And she has no idea what he's talking about because she's never done that before. So, um, and she's never even heard of this? No, not really. I think she's heard of it, but she doesn't live in a hole. Basically. I mean, this girl is ridiculous and it it just gives women such a bad name. Yeah. And a woman wrote it, right? (laughs) So she's making, okay. I'm not even going to get started. Please read. So, um, this is so good. This is so good because this is the first time she orgasms. Um, <laughs> okay. We're reading this right now. So let's see. Where are we? Um, he leans down over me and grasping each of my ankles, quickly jerks my legs apart and crawls onto the bed between my legs. He hovers over me. I'm squirming with need. Ew. I know. I, if someone said squirming in that moment, I'd be like, don't use the yeah, word squirming. Don't, please. Keep still, he murmurs, and then he leans down and kisses the inside of my thigh, trailing kisses up over the thin, lacy material of my panties, kissing me. Oh, dot, dot, dot. I can't keep still. How can I not move? I wriggle beneath him. Is that wriggle or wiggle? Like, really, I don't even know. Wriggle? She uses the word wriggle? So, okay, and then he goes, we're going to have to work on keeping you still, baby. He trails... Yeah. Kisses up my belly, and his tongue dips into my navel. Still, he's heading north, kissing me across my torso. My skin is burning. I'm flushed, too hot, too cold, and I'm clawing at the sheet beneath me. He Wait. lies down beside me, and his hand trails up from my hip to my waist and up to my breast. He gazes nice. down at me, his expression unreadable, and gently cups my breast. Cups her breast. You fit my hand perfectly, Anastasia, he murmurs, and dips his index finger into the cup of my bra and gently yanks it down, freeing my breast. The underwire and fabric of the cup force it upward. His finger moves to my other breast and repeats the process. My breasts swell and my nipples harden under his steady gaze. I am trussed up by my own bra. Very nice, he whispers appreciatively, and my nipples harden even more. Come on. This is so silly. You do you okay? Whatever. Well, no, First I need to get all, to the I one was part. Weirded out by when he put his tongue in her navel. Yeah, I know. If someone did that to me, I'd be like, "What? 
What oh, is just gross, out there. Man. That's so disgusting. I don't want you to... Okay. He blows very gently on one as his hand moves to my other breast and his thumb slowly rolls the end of my nipple, elongating it. I groan, feeling the sweet sensation, bullshit, by the way, all the way to my groin. <laughs> I call bullshit. I call bullshit. What girl feels that sweet sensation ever? Never. Please. Ugh. I am so wet. Oh, please, I beg internally as my fingers clasp the sheet tighter. Oh, please, his lips I close beg. around my other nipple and when he tugs, I nearly convulse. Let's see if we can make you come like this, he whispers. This is so awesome. Yeah, I can't even fucking... Oops, I didn't mean to curse. Um, <laughs> oh, please, I beg, and I pull my head back. My mouth opens as I grow, and my legs stiffening. Holy hell, what's happening to me? Let go, baby. Let go, baby. Yeah, that'll do it, he murmurs. <laughs> oh, okay, I will. Yeah, his teeth close around my nipple, and his thumb and finger pull hard, and I fall apart in his hands, my body convulsing and shattering into a thousand pieces. He kisses <laughs> me deeply, his tongue in my mouth absorbing my cries. Oh, my, that was extraordinary. Now I know what all the fuss is about. Come wow. on. Literally come on. She uh, had an orgasm the first so time good. a guy touched her boobs. That's oh, laughable. So he didn't even... No, no, no. They didn't even do anything. He was literally just touching her boobs. And he told her, come for me, baby. And she did. Um, That's incredible. It's incredible and unrealistic. So let's just talk about that. If you're a female writer and this is what you're writing for women... You're letting every girl know that if some guy just touches your boobs for the first time ever, hey, guess what? You're going to have this explosive orgasm. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess what? Bullshit. Bullshit. Ugh. E.L. James. It's right. funny that she didn't put her whole... She didn't want to put her name. Her phone. She's like, I'm just going to remain non-gender specific here. Right. I don't know what that has to do with anything. But it does. Or what point I was making. Um, yeah, this book is so outrageous, but I can't wait to hear more. I feel like you need to read one every, um, every, uh, uh, time you, 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 we do this. Wow. I just had a stroke. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) I I got you. Um, but it was a number one, a New York times bestseller. It was. Yeah. Um, you know, do we know any other bestsellers? I don't know. Oh, speaking of number, yeah, you know, um, I actually just reread uh, a friend's book um, that was on Amazon's number one, um, one of their bestsellers in poetry, um, and Holler. this book is called Black and White. Can you spell that? Because it's not black and white. No, it's not black and white. It's like blackened, like chicken. Yeah, like blackened chicken. That's so amazing. <laughs> He's going to be love Well, because that. when I went to go look it up, I looked up black and white, and I got all kinds of other books. But yeah. it is black and white. I still have to read it. It's amazing. I really am excited for you to read it, Mila. Um, I'm excited. The author is Brian W. Foster. Mm-hmm. Uh, does and he have I'm, a website? He does have a website. Let me look it up here and see what his website is. I think it's the black and white dot com right uh, and he also has a tumblr which is we're just totally repping Brian it's w. all good Foster you know what right we'll now. do we'll just put it onto our um podcast um website yeah, we'll, we'll put all those links for you guys so you can just go to them and you know stock brian w foster like what i do yeah daily Me too. uh yeah he's such an unbelievable writer right i've read the book through twice and uh 
I'm sure it's a lot better than Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I believe you. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys want a really great book to read, and I read a lot, not that, you know, that has anything to do with anything, <laughs> but uh, he's just amazing. Um, right. You should check it out. The book is amazing. Maybe we could have him here on here sometime. Sure. We'll do it. Yeah, because I feel like he has a lot to offer and, you know, I feel like he would be good at interviewing. Right. I don't know what we would do, what we talk about. Okay. But let, let's just get real here. Is he or is he not as sexy as Leonard Cohen? Oh, is Brian W. Foster right. as sexy as Leonard Cohen? That's a really good question. Okay, so. Let's just say no for the sake of argument. Okay, we're going to say no? Yeah, sorry, we're Brian. saying no. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> You're sexy, but. Um, not like Leonard no. Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, yeah, so uh, Brian actually had um, tickets to go to uh, a Leonard Cohen concert. And he asked me to go. I was like, uh, yes, of course. Um, and I'd never seen Leonard Cohen before. And good Lord, this concert was so amazing. He was playing at uh, Nokia, the Nokia Theater in, in, in L.A., uh, mm -hmm. And he's, how old is he? He's 78 years old, okay? Yeah. We go to the concert. It starts at 8. The concert finished at 11.30. There was an intermission in between. And ordinarily, that's pretty, a pretty hefty amount of time to listen to somebody. But he's just, oh, my gosh, this concert was so unbelievable. The whole time, I was just, I found myself very attracted to him. And I was like, he is... Almost 80 years old. And this man. Well, tell him what you. Is so. Yeah. If he walked up to you and was like, hey, Ashley. Yeah. Would you marry me? I'd be like, yeah. Right. Let's do this. I mean, which is crazy because he's almost 80 years old. And just yeah, but let's say he has, has another 10 years in him. Okay. Okay. And you won't even be 40 before then. Totally. That means you could totally move on to somebody else after him. Okay. So he should be my first husband then? Yes. <gasps> I'm really excited about this. I know. Yeah. Okay. So he could be my first husband. Yeah. Um, and Which, then. Yeah. I think it's fitting though. I'd be okay with that. I'd I be okay just, with that. Really? Do you want to know why I'd be okay with that? Tell me. Because he's from Montreal. Oh, and you're from Montreal. Montreal. We. Oui. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know that what you're was. doing either. But, um, you know, I think that's all that matters really. If he's from Montreal, I trust him. And he's Jewish, which also means I trust him even more. True. Um, Come on. Yeah. It doesn't get better than those two it things. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, yeah. It was such an incredible concert. And um, I am, am becoming a raging Leonard Cohen fan. Do it. But, um, yeah, I mean, he did. Uh, he sang Hallelujah. He sang Suzanne. Um, he, he also talked or performed A Thousand Kisses <laughs> Deep. Which that, oh my gosh, he's just such a good writer. I just can't even get over it. I would just listen to him for hours and hours and hours, which since we're getting married, apparently, yeah, I will do. Right. So, Leonard, what, what, what do you want your? Um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going to talk to him. Oh, I I don't know. I mean, Leonard, I know you're probably listening. So, right. um, let's just do this. You know, do let's it. just make it happen. So, if he was to sing you down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> what song would you choose? Oh, okay. Oh, ooh, okay. You know what? Yeah. We'll send you guys out with a song. Um, a ditty? A ditty. Ah, but which one do, do, I, do I pick here? 
Okay, I'll pick one. One of them I want to pick. Okay, so Brian also did a co uh, cover of this one particular song, and I think I might play called um, In My Secret Life, uh, which I really want to play Brian's version, but since we're talking about Leonard Cohen, we're going to play Leonard Cohen's version. Um, and we'll send you guys on your merry way with that song. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Is that it? I think are that's it. Yeah, I'm done. Are you, you guys are probably so done. You right. guys were probably so done a long time ago. Right. Okay. All good. We love you. Leonard Cohen. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.
Secret line. In my secret line. 